0: sure you want happy employees and you want them to be satisfied with the things that you do and provide for them. But what you truly want them to be is engaged and contributing in positive ways in their role and as a cultural leader. And that all goes back to core values aligned and overlapping with what you want to do as an organization.
1: This is the Rebel HR podcast, the podcast where we talk to HR innovators about all things people leadership. If you're looking for places to find about new ways to think about the world of work, this is the podcast for you. Please subscribe from your favorite podcast listening platform today and leave us a review. Rebel on HR Rebels. Welcome back, Rebel HR listeners. Very excited for the conversation today. With us, we have Kudos' chief commercial officer, Tom Short. Tom is an employee's first entrepreneur. He, in the last 25 years, he has founded several successful companies, all of which have employee experience as their cornerstone. In his current role, he has invested in advocating for employee recognition over rewards, favoring the long-term effects of recognition on well-being and motivation over the short-term object perks of rewards. Welcome to the show, Tom. Hey, thank you
0: very much, Kyle. Appreciate being here.
1: Appreciate having you with us. We also have Molly Burdess. Molly, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. She's here to ask all the good questions, Tom, just
0: so. You you bet. You always have to have a smart person in the room. (laughs)
1: That's that's right. I'm the color commentator. (laughs) Well, Tom, uh, again, appreciate you joining us. And and you've got a really interesting background. I think the first question that I have for you is, is what brought you to Kudos?
0: Well, it's a long and sad story. Uh, I don't think we have enough time to go through it all. But it all kind of uh, harkens back to um, a variety of companies I've uh, started uh, here in Calgary. Uh, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. And one of the last incarnations uh, was an advertising and marketing uh, firm here in Calgary, where we had you know a couple hundred employees uh, spread out through um, you know, Canada and the US. And uh, it was pretty difficult getting everybody on the same page and to uh, let them know that we actually valued them. And then, of course, through the, the various uh, cycles of work, you have, uh, you, know, uh, you know, scenarios that come up that challenge businesses. And when that happens, it puts extra stress on uh, the organization and through the 2008 financial meltdown uh, we were having, you know, uh, to face the same challenges as everyone else is right-sizing your business and keeping your team engaged and uh, trying to, uh, you know, drive back up to the successes that you had before. And we found that, um, you know, uh, the secret weapon turned out to be, uh, you know, uh, employee recognition and figuring out how we could, uh, demonstrate, uh, to the team that they were valued, uh, that they were, uh, their contributions made a difference and, and, uh, that they uh, were helping contribute to the, uh, overall, uh, recovery of the business after, you know, a, um, you know, an event like 2008. And that ended up becoming what is kudos today. And through that, uh, we had a, a scenario where all of our agency clients, uh, were asking why our people were so damn happy. And uh, we said, well, we built this thing internally. We call it Kudos, and uh, it allows anybody to recognize anyone else at any time and improves communication. It's basically a cultural internet, and the team seems to love it. And they started asking if they could use it, and so we said, sure, why not? And then we decided, hey, maybe we can sell this thing and uh, went out on the road to to a couple trade shows to see if that would be possible. And we kind of arrived on the scene early on with, really in about 2009 with one of the first if not the first social recognition platform uh you know it, it I think we were doing it just about the same time Twitter was coming out and uh, you know and uh, Twitter was doing something similar and we were uh looking to do that just internally uh for organizations and and from there we um, you know ended up selling off the agency and focusing on the uh the software solution and my business partner and I uh, started pushing that ball up the hill. And next thing you know, we're in 80 countries around the world and 11 different languages and you know, changing the world.
1: One, thank you at a time. There you go. I love that. Um, it, it, it's, it's really interesting to kind of hear, the, hear the story. It's like, so you didn't like wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to build this recognition platform and go sell it. Like you, you, you tested it out internally. I'm curious, you know, if you go back to that, you mentioned that you, you figured out the secret weapon was was recognition. What, w- what was the kind of the aha moment uh, for you that that there might be something here uh, to build out that that could drive your culture the way it needs to go?
0: Well, the, you know, it was kind of a scenario where we were searching, you know, for options and ideas. I happened to be reading the book, First Break All the Rules, uh, at that point in time, and it identified uh, you know, the Q12, I had the first time I'd come across that about getting feedback and it really, uh, focused in on what do the best performing, performing companies in the world do differently than their cohorts or the worst performing, uh, groups. And it really came down to, you know, these 12 essential elements of, does my boss care about me personally and professionally? Uh, you know, do I, um, have a best friend at work? Do I know what's going on at work? Uh, have I been recognized in the last seven days? And, And when we went through that, we went, you know, that, you know, there's a lot of truth there. Uh, You know, it's not all about money. It's not all about, uh, you know, the uh, the material things, uh, you know, uh, where everybody else at that point in time, when we went out searching for solutions was really heavily focused on rewards. Just give your people stuff, you know, give them perks, give them incentives, give them rewards. And, you know, of course, you know, coming out of a, a, a down cycle, you also don't want to spend a whole lot more money. So what was it that we could do to, um, you know, get the biggest bang for our buck and also, um, you know, engage our team and uh, improve uh, the relationship we had with them? And it turned out that just, you know, acknowledging them and letting them know that their efforts were valued, seen, and appreciated, and empowering them to also do that with everyone else uh, seemed like the simplest a solution at that point in time, uh, because, you know, you know, thank yous are endless. You can give that as as much as possible and you can never give too many thank yous, uh, as it might be. And really the epiphany came when, you know, we were doing this in person in our town halls and meetings, uh, one-on-ones yet it was always fleeting. Like, uh, it was, you know, people would always come and ask me, you know, Hey, how am I doing today, Tom? And I'm like, you're doing great, Kyle, you're killing it you know, you're one of our best employees. And then the Thanks next time you come and ask the same question again. And I'm like, did I not tell Kyle yesterday that he's awesome? <laughs> Maybe I didn't. But when we started doing it online in a social space where everyone could, uh, you know, comment on the uh, messages and like messages and and amplify them, uh that went away. Everybody just started uh really feeling appreciated at that point in time. And it was just as simple as putting it in a place where it was it provided that ongoing affirmation that you know, the person was appreciated and valued. And they also got to see uh all the appreciation going on with all of our other uh team members and different departments and divisions because if you're over 300 feet away from somebody, you might as well be on the other side of the country. You're not going to bump into them on any given day, and uh, you're most most likely not going to be able to see how they're contributing and what they're doing. But when you create a a, a social forum uh, like Kudos, uh, that all just comes to the surface, and it uh, can make a uh, a significant change in how people feel about the company uh their community within the company and um you know and our the outlook where you can reinforce your purpose vision and mission and values um you know and and uh and reinforce the pay behaviors through simple thank yous that lead to the results that you're looking for so it was a, it was you know just that uh, epiphany of focus on the little things and then the big things will take care of themselves
2: yeah, but that creates some um, engagement between departments, which I think a lot of companies really struggle with. So I'm curious when you launch this, because I know a lot of organizations who are struggling with this and who, who add these platforms to their company culture. But it's a, it's a slow burn, right? It's a struggle to launch. What? How did you launch this successfully?
0: Well, it you know, we were already doing a lot of things right, and a lot of companies do a lot of things right by having, uh, you know, proper, uh, you know, one-on-ones and team meetings and town halls and, you know, and uh, trying your best. But then those are just, you know, points in time. You know, uh, having a continuous flow of communication and recognition is where the success comes from. Uh, and you know, it's not like random acts of culture; it's culture all the time, and uh, and that makes a a, a pretty big uh, difference in the success or or failure. And you know, there's so many communication collaboration tools out there. We were just mimicking what they were doing, but instead of focusing on on purely business and and getting things done, we started uh, focusing on why are we doing what we're doing? What is the the purpose of the company uh you know what do we stand for what are our core values and uh how do you contribute to those items every day so that we could get alignment and uh and also energize everybody Uh, because you know bad news travels fast you know around the world and uh and good news often doesn't get its fair share of uh the limelight and we're really just trying to uh you know, spotlight that uh, for people. And that's where, you you start to see the magic.
2: Okay, so you mentioned something earlier um, about peer-to-peer recognition, you know, and all the data you have and what you found. Do you feel like that's more important than leader recognition or is there any correlation? What does that look like?
0: Uh, You know, peer-to-peer is very important, uh, you know, to create that community and camaraderie uh, between uh, team members. And really, peer-to-peer is a, uh, a supplement or support to manager to team. Uh, you know, the higher level, the recognition that comes uh, from, a, you know, from a C-level to a vice president or director to manager to a supervisor is very important. And that's one of the greatest challenges with most people's programs is how do you get those very busy people to uh, take a moment to uh, recognize others. And where um, the peer-to-peer comes in is it also becomes a bit more visible for senior leaders because they don't see what's going on every day. And when peer-to-peer recognition is flying around, they can get in there and like and comment on things or learn things and add on sending their own recognition. So uh, really where we see the greatest value with a product like Kudos is uh, the insights that it provides to uh, senior leadership as to who's contributing, who's connected to who, uh, how are they contributing and who, um, you know, and uh, what those efforts are leading to as far as an outcome. And, uh, you know, so it's not so much as the recognition is the, uh, the, the powerful tool for the senior leaders. It's more about the insights. And then that allows them to, um, you know, join the recognition uh, you know, that is already being sent out.
1: It's really interesting. You know, I, I hadn't really thought about that, but it's almost like on demand, on demand feedback or surveys on how, you know, how, how engaged are people, you know, who's recognizing others. Typically those are the people with highest morale, uh, right? Yeah. Who's getting recognized. And it's Um, contagious. Like when you see other
0: people do it, uh, uh, you know, we actually say to everyone, you know, everyone's job description should have that as one of the core things that you should be doing. You should, you know, recognize and praise your teammates for doing great work. And, you know, and uh, specifically when you start to get into leadership positions, because you hit the nail on the head, Kyle, is that, um, you know, it's, it is like, uh, you know, unsolicited uh, immediate 360 feedback. Because when you ask people questions and you push polls out there and surveys to ask for their input, it's usually because you don't know what the heck's going on and you need to find out. But when you have an open forum that's, you know, uh, very uh, focused on all the positive things that are happening uh, and everyone's just freely contributing to it based on the things that are happening on a day-to-day basis, you can't get better insights uh, than that uh, on what's really happening in your company. You still need the feedback and the surveys to balance that out from sentiment surveys and pulse surveys and and more in-depth surveys, um, but you'll also have an excellent feel of what's really happening within your organization and within your team by uh, just being a fly on the wall and uh watching what transpires
2: in my experience especially with senior leaders I feel like they hear either one good thing or one bad thing about a person and it becomes like a bias in their head, right? Like, well this person is good or this person is bad. And I think something like this can really help eliminate some of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's more fair because it's happening in real time. And uh, and the great thing about recognition is that if somebody isn't contributing, uh, or isn't a good team player, uh, or is not gelling, uh, you know, with their team, uh, it's pretty evident because you know you can see who's getting the recognition and who's not. Now, some people will get lots more recognition than others just by uh, the nature of their job and the nature of their personality, but whether you get you know, three messages in a month or 30 messages in a month. And just importantly, how many did you send? Not what did you just get, but what have you given? And that also says a lot about a person, you know, are they your future leadership potential? Uh, You know, are they the high potentials that you want to nurture within your company because they are showing leadership qualities?
1: Yeah, that's where my head goes. The, you know, the person that's, that's doing this the most is probably, probably the most positive influencer, <laughs> you know, that, that we need to be thinking about, okay, this person might have future, you know, future leadership potential, or maybe they're just super happy. And I just, I need them to go infect others with their, you know, their, their positive vibes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. you know, It's
0: funny. Cause over the years uh, you've seen different people try to measure uh, you know, how are they doing in different ways? Is my team happy? is my team satisfied? Is my team engaged? And you can have a happier, satisfied person that's not a very good, uh, uh you know, employee, you know, maybe that's why they're happy and satisfied because they're just skating by, you know, kind of a situation. Yeah. You know, what you're looking for are the people that are, yeah, you, you want to look at, uh, at the people who are engaged and are leaning in and contributing, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, sure you want happy employees and you want them to be satisfied with the things that you do and provide for them. But what you truly want them to be is, is, uh, engaged and contributing in positive ways, uh, in their role and as a, um, uh, you know, cultural leader. And that all goes back to core values, you know, alignment, uh, purpose, uh, your, you know, the, you know, if the individual is, um, you know, a good hire and, um, uh, you know, and aligned and overlapping with what you want to do as an organization
1: i'm I'm sitting here laughing and and nobody can see the video, but i'm like I'm like covering a smirk because I kid you not, and this organization shall remain nameless, but I used to work at an organization where they would force everybody to circle a smiley face or a frowny face <laughs> to to try to do like a daily sentiment analysis and then they would like measure you know, every department against each other, it was just the most, it was the most ridiculous thing. And like the most, like, it was like, what is this kindergarten, like warm fuzzies or cold pricklies? Like, what are we doing here? But, the, but what you just described to me is a much more systemic and, and the more functional way to understand, okay, how are people feeling? You know, if, you know, obviously I'm assuming that you're, you'll probably see those who recognize more are probably feeling better. You'll probably, there's probably a correlation between performance for organizations. Walk, walk me through like, you know, kind of the, that ROI calc, you know, how do, how do we determine, you know, if this is working or, or how we're doing as it relates to our rewards and recognition systems? Uh,
0: Absolutely. Well, most people, when they reach out to us, it's usually because they've uh, run a survey and understand that they're. Uh, team is uh, less than impressed with what is going on in the organization and, and maybe uh, morale is suffering. Uh, Usually turnover is, uh, you know, a key indicator that things aren't going so well. Uh, And uh, so when they do reach out to us, they're looking to, you know, improve engagement by enhancing morale and ultimately uh, reducing turnover and even with the whole quiet quitting or disengagement kind of conversations that are going on now today, how do I get people more engaged to uh you know to love their job and to contribute more so um you know in those scenarios when they have that question, they come to us and and then also ask, what does success look like and you'll typically see things once kudos is rolled out where Uh, employee net promoter scores will start to improve because they feel better about the company, their role, and their manager. Uh, And you'll also see uh, morale scores or uh, any kind of uh, commitment scores uh, improve. And with that, it just automatically correlates to an improvement in retention. And uh, even in uh, exit interviews, we'll see a scenario where uh, pre kudos, they'll be um, you know listing not feeling valued at work mm. as one of the top three reasons that they've made a decision to move on, uh, and after kudos, we typically see that come completely off of the uh, engagement uh, survey or way down the list because still having a tool doesn't mean everyone's still doing it right, but it will help improve reach and consistency uh, and visibility. And it's also empowering because you're inviting the team to do it. So you start to see things change wholesale uh, pretty quickly within one year. Within you know three to six months, you can see a noticeable improvement. Especially when somebody has told you through a survey that I don't feel valued, and then of course the worst thing you can do with any survey is take all that feedback and then do nothing. But if you take that feedback and people say, I don't feel valued or I don't feel appreciated or I haven't been recognized in the last seven days or ever, uh, you know, by putting in a program like Kudos, the team hears, knows that you've heard them and they appreciate the fact that you're trying to do something about it. And then it's the execution of the program to really take full advantage of it. And then that leads to all those positive outcomes.
2: Quiet quitting. (laughs) Kind of hot
1: topic. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm curious. I have thoughts. I'm going to let Tom. What are your thoughts?
0: I'm going to reverse this podcast, on you. Kyle, what do you think?
2: <laughs> okay, <about? laughs> I th-
1: I think quiet quitting is bullshit, and it's just it's just something that's existed since the beginning of people working for other people. Um, but we're just labeling it something so that we can, you know, blame it on a new hot topic and sell some, uh, some HR content.
0: Yeah. It's That's a new, you. it's a new word for new, uh, it, it's still all about, um, disengagement and, you know, and, uh, when people become disengaged, I, I, there's a little bit of, you know, a discussion around, you know, is it about work-life balance or work-life blending, you know, I think that's always been there where, you know, um, uh, you know, people need to be responsible for their own um, efforts and input. Uh, You know, and I've always seen with all of my team members with various companies where, you know, you, you know, when people are engaged, they're leaning in, but they still, you know, don't overdo it. They don't, you know uh you know they're not working 12 hours a day and being forced to or expected to maybe that's a silicon valley phenomenon or a wall street phenomenon but in the rest of north america you know uh i think people uh don't feel compelled to you know work in that way but at the same time uh you know you know quiet quitting isn't about work you know i think that most people are talking about people just doing enough to get by so they don't get fired. And that comes back to uh, people, you know, poor hires as well as disengagement, like the company doing wrong things. So it, it is just a new word for new in, in a lot of ways. And it's really kind of get back to the core elements of, of uh, you know, focus on your people, take care of them, uh, you know, hold them accountable, give them challenging work to do, uh, create a great uh, atmosphere for them to do it in, and, uh, watch them go and they'll do great. And you won't have to worry about quiet quitting or disengagement because all people want to do is be part of a good community, have an opportunity to learn and grow and to know that they're valued and appreciated. Get those three things right. No problems.
1: Simple. I'm with you, Tom. I, I, I you know, I do think the one area where I think the quiet quitting conversation is interesting is, is the, the value that people place on work and some people just place more value than others. And, you know, there's for, for some folks that, that are perfectly fine, just coming in and doing the absolute job description that they are expected to do every single day and go home and not think about it after they go home, you know, good for them. Um, so I also think kind of the context that we talk about quiet quitting, especially us, you know, us HR people, we're, we're typically type A and we're all thinking, you know, work, 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 and, and thinking in those terms. And, You know, so I think the context is wrong because not everybody is coming from it, uh, coming at it from the same perspective either. Some people might think quiet quitting is, is just normal. That just means I'm good at my job and I don't take it home with me. Well, people like me are like, well, that's just, that's a travesty because I get a lot of enrichment from work and I want work to be valuable and, and, you know, and challenging. And so I, I think that's an interesting conversation, but again, it's not new. I mean, that's just, that's just, Ever since somebody said, "Hey, I'll give you this many seashells to move this, uh, you know, move this thing from here to here," uh, people have been finding ways to to work um, as as little as possible to to achieve that goal.
0: Well, you know, even at the end of the day, like you know, we believe in a row work environment, like it's results oriented. Uh, you know, if you can get your job done uh, quickly and find time, uh, more time in the day to do things that you enjoy. Uh, good on you. But hopefully, the things that you're doing at work is something that you do enjoy and that you align, uh, you know, your purpose, your why is aligned to the corporations or companies' purpose or why. Uh, we're very fortunate with the product uh, that we've created and are selling. You know, it is something that uh, our team members can really get behind because they know they're making a difference. Like our mission statement is to help people reach their full potential through uh, you know uh, you know feeling uh, more connected at work and uh, to connected to their their job connected to their uh, their team and you know and connected to the purpose of the company and by doing that you know you know you know you should do what you love and if you're doing a job that you absolutely hate maybe you should be doing something else because those are the people that are you know often just uh, mailing it in, and you know, and are getting those, uh, you know, uh, labels of you know quiet quitting.
1: Well, you opened the Pandora's box there, Molly. What else you got?
2: I know. I'm so glad I, I asked. So spicy. I liked it.
1: <laughs> spicy. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have a. I have a question, Tom. You know, I think one of the things that that's really interesting is you know you the focus for kudos is not necessarily stuff you know, or, or swag. Um, so, so I'm curious on the, you know, kind of the thought process there where, where it's truly more of a, a, a recognition platform, but not necessarily associated with, with, um, with things. So yeah, we, that theory.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're a recognition and communication first platform, uh, because that's what helps improve the employee experience. Uh, you know, people, appreciate rewards, but rewards aren't appreciation. Uh, you know, they're really, you know, uh, you know, bribes to, uh, say, if you do this, I'll give you that. And rewards are great for short-term goals. Like you can use rewards to say, Hey, if we achieve this in the next 30 days, or we achieve this in the next six months, uh, you know, you will receive this bonus or you will receive, uh, you know, these, um, uh, you know, these special items or uh, gifts or trinkets, Uh, but it won't, uh, it's not sustainable. And it's not something uh, often that, you know, the reward even often isn't something that's equitable, like not everybody can participate it. So it can create lots of problems within an organization because of that, um, you know, being, you know, unfair, like the sales team always gets their you know, trips and, uh, president's clubs and, you know, and all those types of things. And all of the folks that are, uh, carrying the water everywhere else, uh, are, are ignored. So, you know, going to, uh, something where everyone's empowered to participate and recognize and appreciate one another is very important. Now, that being said, we do within our system allow for, uh, individuals to turn on some of those other elements of, um, point systems and monetizing those point systems and using those points for fun or gamification or using those points for uh you know redemptions but we always believe that it should be what we call casual rewards it doesn't need to be go to the beach money it it's just uh small elements that an individual can uh you know earn these points through the accolades and recognition they've they've received and uh, then can redeem for something that they want uh, whether it's Like my case, I've been redeeming for Starbucks cards for the last 10 years and uh, haven't bought a coffee for a long time. And it's just my little guilty pleasure. It's not, you know, it's not part of my compensation strategy or anything like that. It's just something that reminds me that I work for a cool company that cares about me. But what really matters and what I, you know, what, what I uh, truly appreciate and what makes me lean in is that connection to my teammates, And uh, the recognition uh, that I I get as well, even as being a leader in the company, it still feels good in those situations. But, uh, you know, if you keep the focus on rewards and points, that's where you can lead to um, many unintended uh, outcomes that are not good for the business.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Sounds like you're creating a culture of gratitude, which I think is so powerful.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and, you know, millennials and Z's and, uh, you know, you know, they get it, they appreciate it. Everything's about close power. You know, it's just as likely that a a young person coming into a new business will link in with the CEO. And, you know, when I started in my career, that was pretty unusual to, to, there weren't any tools to do that type of a thing. Uh, and it would just be a random collision of bumping into some senior leader at some event uh, where you might have a chance to have a conversation. But, you know, it's all about that connection uh, with today's uh, generation and workforce, not, you know, even boomers like myself. You know, uh, I appreciate that connectivity with all of the the team members throughout Kudos, uh, where I just didn't have that in the old days. It'd be rare to bump into somebody on a on any given day, but now I can go onto the the wall and see what's happening and comment. And, and now I have something else that I can bring up with, uh, you know, different individuals when I do see them, uh, which, um, you know, again, you can just further amplify, uh, you know, that culture of gratitude, as you
1: just said, uh, uh, Molly, it's really important. That's very cool. So I have a thought exercise, Tom, because I, I love the fact that you use the term bribe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I think I, uh, Molly, I think we should just lean in. We're going to start a, uh, we'll start a company called employee com, exactly. and we'll just, we're just going to own it. Right. We're just going to roll with it. Yeah, maybe.
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been an, 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 just an, an awesome, uh, conversation. I think some really, maybe some provocative things to think about. Um, and, uh, and if anybody wants to talk about quiet quitting, uh, shoot me a note. We'll, we'll have a good conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. I do, I do want to. Really, you know, how do you
1: really feel about it, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> um, I'm a really reserved guy. So, you know, you're just going to have to get to know me. OK, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, Tom, it's been a wonderful conversation. I'm going to shift gears. We're going to go into the rebel HR flash round. Are you ready? Right on. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Where does HR need to rebel?
0: You know, HR needs to, you know, start looking at, uh, you know, uh, culture as a core HR uh, feature, not a add-on way after the fact. Uh, You know, know, sure, you need your, you know, uh, payroll benefits, you know, performance management, onboarding tools. But, you know, I think the argument can be made that culture is a core HR item, often too many organizations put it last at their own detriment and uh, it's almost like an afterthought and you know and uh you know where hr needs to rebel is they need to move that further up in their uh strategy and initiatives uh to take advantage of the most ubiquitous far-reaching cost-effective uh you know uh tool that they can put in their uh repertoire to Create a great culture and and provide value to the organization uh, in regards to helping drive performance. It's as simple as a thank you, and it's crazy that people is you know put that
1: last. I couldn't agree more, and, and I I'm going to assume as a senior executive that you care a whole lot more about that than some of the other things that you mentioned. That that's probably at the pinnacle of what you really care about as a senior leader.
0: Oh, absolutely like a lot of the tools that are uh you know core h r are more for administrative and uh you know uh it, you know the leadership's needs to uh you know uh streamline things and and get data and to understand what's going on you know the we need to flip the coin where you have to say you no know, what are the tools that help our employees? And that they value and uh, and can still give us those same types of of insights. Uh, sure, we need payroll systems. Sure, you got to manage benefits. Sure, you got to book your holidays. Uh, you know, and sure, you have to do performance reviews, which everybody dreads. Doesn't matter who you are, you know, at what level you are. It's never a super pleasant experience, uh, even if it's good. You just dread it. But you know, if you start focusing on, you know that, uh, community connection, uh, and, uh, you know, reinforcing, uh, the right behaviors that lead to the big outcomes, uh, you'll get further faster with a happier team that isn't quiet quitting.
1: Had yeah, to throw it in there. All right. Question number two, yeah, just, just poking you poking the big. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Who should we be listening to? Uh,
0: well, you know, I've, uh, I'm a, a big reader. I like to, uh, look at a lot of different, um, uh, people that are putting out thought leadership on the topic, but it, you know, some of it kind of goes back to the, you know, the fun items, uh, you know, not so much reading a bit listening. And of course, a lot of these folks will have podcasts and webinars, but, you know, even all of Patrick Lencioni's books are awesome and quick little reads, you know, little fables that are, have uh, truisms in that, uh, you know, going all the way back to uh when we first started kudos, uh Dr. Paul Marciano wrote a book, Carrots and Sticks Don't Work, and he's still a, a leader on those topics and Kevin Cruz, but you know, obviously the you know the the ones that stand out the most all the time that are putting out great content are everyone from like the Josh Barrisons of the world uh to uh uh Gallup and other organizations. Uh, but you know, I'm a, I'm a little all over the place, uh, in regards to who I, um, uh, would recommend or would say I'm listening to, but a lot of those, uh, uh items are good. The, the book that I'm kind of most, uh, engaged with right now is the core value equation. Uh, it really talks about how your core values and core value driven organizations are, are the ones that are the most successful and, and, uh, you know, just a lot of good reads out there. So, um, you know those would be just a few of the uh subject matter experts and and uh and a few of the books that I would look into out there
1: love it yeah i literally have the uh patrick Lencioni books just right here on the back uh back of the wall and i just pulled them out for an org org uh restructure discussion and management team building so uh, yeah
0: they're you know, you know they're bang on and you know it's funny cuz it uh, it doesn't change that much there's just this um you know element that going back to when Lencioni start, wrote his first books to, you know, the ones that, you know, just came out recently, uh, they all still go back to the same basic concepts, you know, treat your people well, you know, uh, your people will then take care of your customers, your customers, uh, will then take care of the business and you know, it's, you know, do things in that order.
1: Yep. Don't outsmart your common sense, right? That's right. (laughs) All right. Last question here. Such good content. How can our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and Kudos?
0: Yeah. Link in with me. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, Tom Short at Kudos on LinkedIn. Uh, You can find me there. I'd uh, be happy to link in and have a conversation, or they can uh, reach out directly to Kudos at kudos.com and engage us through uh, our website. And um, and you're usually gonna run into me somewhere along that path.
1: <laughs> Love it. We'll have all that information in the show notes. Um, and uh, just uh, really appreciate the time here, Tom. I know you're a busy guy, so uh, the time spent is is much appreciated. So thanks. No, so much. I enjoyed
0: this. Uh, I appreciate the uh, the opportunity, and uh, and I uh, also uh, learned a lot from you both of you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Molly. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye, Molly. Bye, Kai.
1: All right, that does it for the Rebel HR Podcast. Big thank you to our guests. Follow us on Facebook at Rebel HR Podcast, Twitter at Rebel HR Guy, or see our website at com. The views and opinions expressed by Rebel HR Podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any of the organizations that we represent. No animals were harmed during the filming of this podcast.
2: Baby.